Jackson. Shut your mouth, broadcasting. First round draft pick. Believe we got stats, kid. Quarterback sacking. 100 yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What team's got traction? Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show. I'm your co host, Eric, and I'm always joined. But my co-host, Ron, what up, Ron? What's going on? You know what we do? We talk about the National Football League on a weekly basis, including the playoffs. Ron, we just had week 13. We're moving into week 14. You know what that means? Our teams are going to meet. Patriot week. Yeah, Patriot week, Steelers week, and we'll talk about it when we do our uh, week 14 predictions. But first... We got NFL news, followed by a week 13 recap, and then we'll have our power rankings and our upset special. So, Ron, before we kick up this show, how are you feeling about your team week 14? I mean, <laughs> not good after last week. Um, somehow we're still seven and five and still got an easy schedule, um, <clears throat> you know. Easy, I, but easy by whose standards? Exactly, because that's true. Last game was supposed to be easy. Yeah, that's true. So we were favored by six, I think, going into that game. We got blown out, uh, lost our quarterback, had a number of injuries. Um, this week, I don't know. I you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I think you know, the the players have to step up. They didn't show up this last game. I'll talk more, I guess, about uh, last week. But I don't feel that confident in the team. Whether they make the playoffs or not, just uh, at this point, I've I've given up on the season. No, oh, you're you're waving the white flag I, already. I have raised raised it. You know. Oh wow. You know why? Because even if we crawl our way into the playoffs, this team has no chance whatsoever to make a run. Yeah, it looks like the Miami. The basically all, all the offensive teams are like putting out the medal and scoring points. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're gonna talk about our teams, of course. But first, let's kick it off with NFL news. And Ron, I put this in there because even though the Jets are not going to be in the playoffs, what is this QB carousel? You know, first it was Zach Wilson. They signed Tim Boyle. Then they let Tim Boyle go. Now they're back to Zach Wilson and he doesn't want to even play. Mm-hmm. So uh, are these real reports? Like, what's happening? Like, I believe so. Fill me in because I don't. I didn't know this was happening. Yeah, lots of drama apparently, right? So Wilson, I mean, he's been under pressure the entire year. It's ever since uh, Rodgers went down, he hasn't really played that well. Um, you know, but it, to his credit, he's kind of like had to deal with the New York media, and he's went out and did his best. They don't have a lot of weapons around him, um, so I don't know what they were expecting. Now, he's underperformed. There's no question about that. But, you know, when your coaches uh, <clears throat> pull you from the starter position and, and go somewhere else, um, you know, it, it, I, I, I think part of it is he's lost confidence and he probably doesn't think he could succeed. And then part of it is like, well, he's probably angry. Well, you pulled me as a starter. Why would I want to go back in? Um, situation is a lot like the Patriots. Right, they have no idea what they're doing at the quarterback situation. Oh, we know what we're doing. We're <clears throat> never going back to Mac Jones. Well, you did three times after he got like pulled in games, right? He and got now pulled. he's on. He, unless something happened to, oh, well, finally, Sappy, yeah, he's finally, finally, he's but out it, of it, our it, lives. It came. It, it took a while, right, in the season to to come to that realization. And 
Same thing with Mac. He lost confidence too. I think the Jets are going through it as well. Um, it's not going to save them. I don't think, you know, going to Zach Wilson, it's not going to save their season. Um, <clears throat> I just think if I was Zach, hold your head up high, go out there, say, you know, whatever you need to from a professional, just be a professional. And when the season's over, see you later. Ask for a release. You know, he's ask only for a second. Team. Yeah, he's only his second year, so he's going to be under contract. Just ask for a release. Go to your agent. Say, hey, they got Rodgers. That's obviously the plan. Um, let me have a chance and opportunity to, to grow somewhere else. That's what I would do if I was Wilson. He needs a fresh start somewhere else. <clears throat> Him and Mac Jones. Exactly. But the thing is that. I feel like with Zach Wilson, he just doesn't like Robert Sala. I think that he feels betrayed by Robert Sala. And with Mac Jones, nobody nobody likes Bill, right? But the fact that Bill Belichick lost all confidence in you. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I can see Zach Wilson coming back. I can't see Mac Jones coming back. Yeah, I just can't. Well, here's the thing. If I would tell Zach Wilson, it is about a maturity, and Zach Wilson, we know, is not has, was not a mature person coming out of college, right? <clears throat> he needs to understand it's not just his job that's on the line, right? The team was expected to make the playoffs, and they have not done that, right? So when he's out there laying an egg, it, it's his coach's job that's on the line. Um, it's the coordinator's job that's on the line. It's everybody around him. Um, so he needs to understand that. Um, so he can't put the blame on Sally. I get, I get it. Salah said he had faith in me and he put me there and trusted me and, but he pulled me, but he pulled you for a reason, right? The reason's not just this year either. It's still goes back to your performance last year and the thing that that happened, um, you know, while you were with the team last year. So I think that part of it from a maturity standpoint, he has to understand, um, but, you know, for him, hopefully in the offseason, he can get some maturity, go to a, a new team, get a fresh start, like I said, and just come in, work hard, and that's it. That's all you can do. Work hard, you know, stay focused, and grind. That's it. I can I can see Zach Wilson being successful either with another team, getting another chance. Um, same thing with Mac. I don't know if he's going to be a starting QB, but you can still play in this league. Um, same with Zach Wilson. I don't I don't think this is the last that we've heard about Zach Wilson. Uh, the other set of news is even talking about the quarterbacks. Uh, Jake Browning, is this the new kid on the block, basically? Like, now this is the media... Fatuation with the darling, mm-hmm. yeah, like the darling of the week. Because he might, I mean, Cincinnati, like you mentioned earlier, it's in the thick of things, mm-hmm. right? But are they gonna make the playoffs? Listen, he's not a bad quarterback, and you know, they're just gonna ask him to do the things needed to win the game, just don't lose the game. As long as he does that, he'll be fine. Um, now the media don't fall for the hype, right? You can't buy into that stuff. Because it, it'll be quick before they turn on you, just like they've turned on other quarterbacks who started off hot and now, you know, have cooled off. Um, Josh Dobbs, for example, comes to mind. Right. CJ Stroud will come to mind. He just had a three interception game. Um, so, you know, you're going to have some up and down um, throughout your career. 
you just can't buy into like all all the hype. He still is a rookie. Got a long way to go. He is a rookie, right? I believe he is. If not, it's Jay the second. Brownie, yeah. no, this he, he he's a vet. He's is a he? vet. Yeah. Mm, well, um, either way, you know, he he needs to just you know keep his head down, keep working, and just try to get the team in the playoffs. Ron, Mike McCarthy is going to have surgery, and then he's planning to be there Sunday for the game. I feel like, yes, technology is awesome, and recovery time is probably cut in half. But if we think about it, like, this is, even if it just goes perfect without a hitch, you still need time to recover, right? Like, I don't... I don't understand why he would make such a bold prediction that he'll be back. That he'll be back. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, how. it's just you know, it's just a crapshoot to me. Like, yes, fine. If you were a player, that's different. But you're our coach, and one that you know, I don't want to, I don't want to pass judgment, but not exactly that the uh, pinnacle of uh, you know of a physique. So what's going on here? Why? Why is he making proclamations like he's coming back from surgery so fast? Yeah, I don't know. I have no clue. Yeah, this is... What I'm saying is like, why... If you're going to have this because you're probably in pain or your appendix bursts, whatever the case may be, that you need surgery in the middle of the season, I mean, just say, hey, I'm going to miss Sunday because I have surgery. You don't have to say, I'm going to make it. Because now if he doesn't make it, it's going to be either a, a bigger D or not. That's what I'm saying. And... I don't know. The Dallas Cowboys, they, they like the news whether it's bad news or good news. So, you know, I just thought, hey, why don't we just talk about Dak and the fact that he could basically win the MVP. Instead, we're talking about McCarthy having surgery. Yeah, well, you know, everyone got the stuff they got to go through. <clears throat> I'm sure you'll try to be there on the side, but I'm sure they have a backup plan. Yeah, I'm sure they have it. a backup plan. All right, let's... I know we did an instant report on Sunday, but let's quickly go into week 13 recap. It was uh, LA Chargers and New England. I had them winning, New England winning 14 to 10. You had them, Chargers winning 27 to 14. Final score was 6 0. Ron, I know that we talked about this on Sunday, but. What what were you expecting? Because you picked a really high score. So what were I you did. expecting that day? Well, I picked 20. I had 27 for the Chargers. I think the weather played a big factor in all in most of the Northeastern games. Um, it was really bad weather throughout. So that was probably part of it. Um, Patriots defense are good. Um, you know, I probably had underestimated them a little bit. Um, and... You know, for the Patriot offense, you know, to get shut out like that, that's troubling. I know they have a lot of injuries, uh, a number of players out, um, you know, but to get shut out, that's that's concerning to, to lose a game six, nothing, nothing like that. Well, to me, it's, it's not troubling anymore. It's tanking. Let's just call it the skull is paid as paid. It's just tanking. Basically. You know, like I mentioned earlier, you could have put points on the board. You decided not to. You went for it. Surprise, surprise. Sappy got sacked. 
Chargers took the ball back. It was like, char it was tanking one-on-one. It's like, if you're the coach and you definitely don't want the team to score here, you go for it knowing that your line is shit. <laughs> knowing that if they come with the blitz, so you you're not going to have enough. So you think Bill's purposely trying to lose? Oh, he, they're definitely trying to either get a one pick or a two pick. Mm. Uh, there's just no other explanation because, as you mentioned, the defense is decent. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, the opponents that they beat, I mean, that they got beaten, you're talking about the Chargers, the Giants, the Colts, the Commanders. They all had a low-scoring game, but, I mean... You you can't you can't run on them. Yo. You can still pass on them. They're just not gonna give you know the points. I mm -hmm. think they're you know they're like in the middle of the pack even points. So this is just tanking. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it tanking. Okay. I know that journalists. So it's it's weird because when you look at the news, everyone is so psyched about how high they're gonna draft, but then when they lose a game they're like oh yeah the coaching yeah. the team oh it's just bad because no bad. one really wants to lose yeah no nobody wants to lose but i say all again, the time i want to you know i'm, I'm ready to, to just lose yeah it's, it's it's a weird reaction because yeah. one side of the coin they're like oh we can't wait for the draft date and then on the other side when the team loses they're like up in arms they're like oh i can't believe this just happened just pick a lane pick mm -hmm. a lane uh, the other game, Arizona at Pittsburgh. I had Pittsburgh winning twenty-one to ten. You had Pittsburgh winning twenty-four to thirteen. Final score was twenty-four to ten. Arizona. Ron, I know we talked about this on Sunday, but overall, why did Arizona come in and just beat the crap out of the Steelers? I know you had some injuries, but. Mm -hmm. You can't, it can't be just all on Kenny Pickett. No, I mean, so he lost our, it wasn't just Kenny Pickett got hurt, right? So Minka broke his hand. He played through it. We lost uh, our linebacker. We lost the lineman. Um, what else did we lose? We lost a couple other players too in the game. That's not an excuse. Um, you know, they, they didn't show up. I think they expected to go in there and just roll, you know, over the Cardinals and the Cardinals are, you know, now with Murray, at least, you know, they're a team you got to reckon with. We didn't adjust at all. We allowed one player to, like, beat us, you know, their tight end, McBride, repeatedly. Um, and we didn't make any adjustment. I was calling for it, you know, like, by the second quarter. But when I did, when I saw Minka not uh, be placed on McBride, I was like, Minka must be hurt, you know. He just came back from the hamstring injury. His hamstring is either bothering him and he's not 100% or the coaches are just like trying to protect him and not, you know, not adjusting. So, you know, um, it turned out he, he had a you know, broken hand. But either way, um, you know, once Kenny got went down, I thought he played OK. Um, he probably had an opportunity to score a, a touchdown right before he um, like tried to run into the end zone and got tackled short of the goal line. Uh, but I thought he played. He made some good throws. Uh, he missed like one or two reads, but he was OK. I think the. The situation would have been different if he played. Um, having said that, you know, defensively, I think we collapsed um, in the second half. Uh, and I think coming out of halftime, too, um, when we turned the ball over, uh, we stopped them 
uh, right off the gate. Then we turned the ball over. Uh, bad snap. It was like the third or fourth bad snap from our center. Trubisky can't handle it. Hits the dirt. They recovered, you know, and, and went into score. That was it. That was all she wrote uh, after that. So stupid miscues. It was terrible. They just were not coached and prepared well uh, at all. Um, there was like a couple like uh, penalties where they didn't have enough players on the field, like at least two or three of those. They had illegal motions like two or three times, you know, some dumb penalties. It, it just it was a team that looked like they were walking through, going through the motions like of a preseason game where you kind of like iron out, out all those like mistakes. Um, that's that's what it looked like. So um it was it was horrible. Probably the worst loss in Tomlin's career. And you were you guys Pittsburgh was favored by five and a half going into that game. And it just it goes goes to show you that it's not guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed. No. You gotta show up and win. You gotta, you gotta show, show up and play. And uh Ron, who was your upset special for week thirteen? Yeah, so I went with the Kansas City Green Green Bay game. Kansas City played in Green Bay. They were favored by six and a half. Uh, Green Bay's been playing well, so I had them winning 26-23. They end up winning 27-19. Not at all surprised. Listen, Kansas City's a good team. Uh, they're not a great team anymore. Um, Mahomes just doesn't have sufficient weapons around him. Good running back, great tight end. He just doesn't have a lot of weapons outside of that. So I'm not surprised. Green Bay is not is a dangerous team. Um, you know, a team that you don't want to have to play like, you know, if they, they find their way into the playoffs. And I don't know what their record is right now. Um, but right now they're in seventh place. So yeah. Right now they're in the playoffs. Uh, they're in the wild card yeah. at six and six. I I thought that they should have had a better record at the beginning of the year. I picked them to win that division because I really had a lot of faith in Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. Now it seems like he's figured it out mm-hmm. after you know 12 weeks. He figured it out, and I think I think they might make it. I think they might make it because I do you feel great about any other division like the uh NFC South or even the uh NFC West other than San Francisco? I feel like. So South, oh, definitely only one team's coming out of the South. You can all agree on that. It's going to be one team. But the West, listen, San Francisco's in there. I'm not going to totally rule out either the Rams or Seattle at this point. The Rams are actually playing a lot better than I thought they would. Um, I think Stafford's finally healthy. That's probably a big part of it. And then the North, um, you know, Minnesota, they're going back to Josh Dobbs this week. You know, can he keep them rolling and I don't know who they play this week but can he keep it going and get back to like not turning the ball over um, I, I can see Minnesota not making it um, but Green Bay overtaking them and you know I, again I haven't looked at their schedule or anything but I think Green Bay probably has a better chance yes Green Bay has a lot a lot easier schedule coming up um so when I look at it, when I look at their schedule, they have uh, the Giants. That should be a win. They have the Bucks. 
you know if they if they play they that could be a really good game then they have the panthers then they have the vikings which we just talked about we're not sure about Dobbs. and then they finish up with the bears so it's it's you know it's there for them to take it mm-hmm. it's there for them to take not the division but at least take a wild card right spot. so it's there um my ups are special for week 13 i went with denver it was Denver at Houston. I had a 24-21. It was 17-22. And that was not really a close game until the second half. And for some reason, and like you mentioned, CJ Stroud did not have a good game, mm-hmm. but they still won. Mm-hmm. I should have known better than to uh, actually put Houston at home to lose, but well, Russell Wilson almost pulled it off at the end. He had plenty of time on the clock and just, you know, I think it was third down. He scrambled a little bit and ill-advised throw that got picked off. Could have had like another play after that to, to score and win the game. They were right in it, um, you know, but they just fell short at the end. Yeah, they fell short and Houston gets another victory. So, you know, now that Jacksonville... It's going to have Trevor Lawrence not there for at least a couple of weeks. I don't know. Maybe he'll come back sooner. Is it the Colts division to win or is it the Texans division to win? Or is Jacksonville not counted out yet? I'm not counting Jacksonville out yet. I'm trying to pull up their schedule to see what they got left. But I'm definitely not going to count them out. So it looks like they got the Browns. It's going to be a tough game. It's in Cleveland. Tough defense. They got the Ravens and Buccaneers. Um, at you know in Tampa, so look they they had a tough stretch, um, but we'll, you know they still got a strong running game that they can lean on. Um, I still think they're the better team. It's just a bad time to not have your quarterback, so uh, it's going to be a challenge for sure. But I'm not going to count them completely out. And between those two teams, Colts and Texans, I probably would say uh, Texans. You think the Texans, uh, Minshew is not going to do it for you? You have no trust in Minshew? No, no. And both teams are, looks like, 4-1 and one in the last five games. So they're on a, all, both on a pretty decent streak. Um, Texans, though, are only 1-2 and two in the division so far. So that's the advantage right there with the Colts, I guess. Ron, who, who, what teams are in your power ranking? Uh, so power rankings for this week. I don't think much has changed as far as the teams from this week to last week. I'm trying to go through it now. I got San Francisco number one. Last week I had them at three. Baltimore at number two. That's the same spot they were in last week. Uh, Philly, I dropped them to number three after the loss. Uh, they were number one previously. Miami moves up to number four. I had them at five. And Detroit. I have at uh, number five. Last week, I had them at four, even though they, you know, they still won. Yeah, the only, Philly, Philly losing that game dropped them. I have San Francisco number one, Miami, Baltimore, and Baltimore basically had a bye week. They didn't mm-hmm. even play. They did. They didn't really move. They moved up just a bit. The one that I actually put in there is Dallas, even though. I don't want to step on my upset special, but I have Dallas in my top five. I think, you know, this might be the first time that they mm-hmm. snuck in the top five. Um, 
I just feel like they can score whenever, whenever they have Dak. You know, when Dak has it going, he has it going. Mm-hmm. I feel like he he could be the MVP, but there's sometimes he doesn't have it going. And if he doesn't have it going, I feel like the rest of the team. It's almost like it's almost like the defense is not as good. CD Lamb doesn't catch well. It's it's weird. It's like it it is definitely mirroring whatever the leader or the squad does. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that happens a lot with Dallas. But I've finally given them the respect. I'm sure that some other people are actually giving them the hype. Basically, the hype that they always every season. They're like, yes, this team is going to the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. Now I can actually see see it maybe them going to like the championship. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I it, it just it depends on how things how things uh, are sorted out at the end. Mm-hmm. But I they could I mean they could vie for that you know AFC uh, NFC East number one spot. I I, I think that it could happen. The, the NFC in the top East. spot. Not the top spot, but okay, at least take over Philly in the NFC East. They could, but yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. Well, definitely not going to happen. This is the week that... If they, it could happen, right, this is the week. this is the week, but I don't think they... And that's, you know, Deron, that is my top five for the week 14. Now, Ron, we only have one game on the ducket mm-hmm. for week 14. New England at Pittsburgh... Yes, sir. Pittsburgh's favored by six points. The over-under for this game is 30 points. And I think I read somewhere this is the lowest over-under in like 10 years or some crap. It, right? is, yeah. it, is, it is astonishingly <laughs> low. Ron, what is your prediction? <sighs> Listen, I got the Patriots winning three to nothing. And I'm not even joking about the score anymore. Um, both of these teams offensively are a disaster. Um, Mitch Trubisky is going to have at least, I think both teams are going to have two turnovers, at least each team. Uh, I think Trubisky is going to have two picks. I think Zappi's probably going to have a couple interceptions or a strip, you know, a strip bumble or some crap like that. Um, you know, I, I see the Patriots winning. You say they're tanking. I think, uh, the, pay, the Steelers are going to try, but their offense is just like a hot mess. Um, too many injuries, especially at like key positions. The linebacker position is like critical. Um, we don't have that leader out there in the linebacker spot this week. Najee's banged up, didn't practice today. We'll see if he plays tomorrow. Um, yeah, it's I, I got the Patriots winning 3 nothing. I got the Patriots winning 10-6. And and I already have it in my mind how it's gonna play out. So basically, the offense is not gonna score. It's, this is gonna be ten points directly from the defense. Uh, they haven't scored. The defense haven't scored this year yet. But this is the time where I see Mitch Trubisky playing super aggressive, like he says. Mm-hmm. Um. And there's a interception, a pick six coming back. And then I see the kicker finally getting out of the doghouse and putting up some three three point. Mm-hmm. Uh and then I see Pittsburgh 
the kicker putting up six points. So this is no offense, basically. <laughs> no offense whatsoever. <laughs> All the points terrible. are coming from either this the defense a bad game. or special teams. Mm-hmm. I, I almost, I can picture Al Michaels just bored out of his <laughs> yes. mind. And just like her, just like randomly conversations that have nothing, oh, yeah. Yeah. nothing to do with football. Yeah. Nothing to do with football. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, this is, I mean, when we talk about New England Pittsburgh, it's usually like playoff time, mm-hmm. you know, the cold weather, whatever. But now it's just pitiful. It's, it's pitiful. Sad. sad, sad situation. And, you know, they had this conversation that that podcast that you sent me where they were like talking about defensive coaches against offensive coaches. And they were like, you know, things change back then. You can have a defensive coach and, mm-hmm. you know, have the score be low and, you know, all that stuff. But the rules change. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fantasy football has changed where now it's like, no, no, no. We need to score mm-hmm. at all costs. So now is it just bygone, you know, it's a bygone era of like, let's hire a defensive minded coach and keep on for 10, 15 years. I don't think that it, we're there anymore. No, not not at all. And the only way, heck, even like if I think about like Baltimore, for example, they're a de- you know, Harbaugh's a defensive guy, I think. Um, but he's hired people, coordinators specifically for Lamar Jackson, right? And try to tailor the offense around Lamar Jackson's talent. Pittsburgh has not figured that out. They don't know. They're trying to put like a square in a circle, right? A square box in a circle. And they're trying to just like force whatever they, you know, Canada wanted to do on two quarterbacks that, you know, um, that they don't play in that system. Najee doesn't play in that system, right? Najee's a downhill, um, you know, running back, like, you know, put a fullback in front of him and let him take over the game. Instead, we're trying to, like, spread spread the ball out, you know, have all this motion and stuff. I think, you know, to your point, you know, you can't have a defensive-minded person be the head coach unless they're completely turning the offensive side of the system, offensive system to somebody else. And say, hey, you got this. You own it. Um, I trust you. Uh, and, and you know, go from there. Um, outside of that, it's going to be tough. Well, you know, just look at my power rankings. San Francisco, offensive-minded coach. Miami, offensive-minded coach. Dallas, offensive-minded uh, minded coach. Philly, offensive-minded coach. Mm-hmm. The only person I have in there is Baltimore. And, you know, like you mentioned earlier, he lets somebody else exactly. do the offensive yeah. hands coordinator. Off. Right. He's hands off. Mm-hmm. And I think that for a long time, that worked in New England because, one, you had Tom Brady, and two, you know, you either had Josh McDaniels or you had Charlie Weiss or, you, you know, you had somebody where Belichick was like, I don't want to put my two cents in. I don't want to, you know, I don't want anything to do. My baby is a defense that's what I'm going to concentrate on. Mm-hmm. And now it's just falling apart. And, you know, I saw this and it it kind of made my blood boil because a lot of the times when you, when you reach something, you're like, this is totally not real. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I read somewhere that Bill O'Brien, when he presents the place to Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick says no to the place. Say no, no, we're not going to run that. I was like, in what world <laughs> yeah. is that happening? Yeah, yeah. Because if, if I was Bill O'Brien and Belichick told me, no, we can't run I just walk out and be like, what, what am I doing here? Yeah. What am I doing here if you're going to do this? Mm-hmm. So this is just nonsense that report. And I saw a bunch of people report. I was like, that is not happening. What's happening is there's no talent on the team. And Bill O'Brien is like, you want me to make a five-course meal with McDonald's? It's like, it's not happening. So, yeah. So this is, you know, and when we talk about New England at Pittsburgh, there's no offense from either team. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not from New England. Uh, and let's see what Mitch Trubisky. So, Ron, let me ask you. Will Will New England have somebody shadowing Mitch Trubisky? No, I doubt it. I don't think you'll need to. You know, it's not going to be in our game plan to just you know, do quarterback sneaks or anything like that. If a play breaks down, maybe he'll, you know, he might run it once or twice in the game. But they're going to look to run the ball. Um, and then have, you know, take some shots downfield um, and, you know, and also some safe, you know, short throws as well. Um, nothing spectacular uh, from the offense. I think if you just stay uh, glued to the receivers a little bit, um, be patient. Mitch is going to make a mistake. He always does. Um, that's all they need to do, I think, from a defensive standpoint. You know, so and the Steelers, I think there's not a lot of talent to your point on the Patriots offense. Um, your tackles are very weak. I can see this being like an eight to ten sack game. No, no Stevenson. Yeah, no Stevenson. So, uh, I mean, Elliot, Elliot can I mean, Elliot can maybe do do it for half. I don't think he can do it for the whole yeah. game. I would be careful. I think Zappy's going to get sacked at least eight, eight times. Um, yeah. I can see it happening. Um between TJ Highsmith and then we bring like the, you know, some other guys um, that, that can be, you know, New England's downfall if he's just taking hits after hits. Um, but, you know, this game could go away anyway. It's going to be a low scoring game, a boring game. And, but it's a critical game for the Steelers because it's make or break. They lose twice in a row uh, to a two win team. The, the noise is just going to get louder for Tomlin step down and you know for for the Roonies to move on I, I will make a prediction about this game I know the the Jets Giants game had like something like 23 punts I'm gonna say 24 punts in this game that that's a lot <laughs> they're not and I'm gonna say that New England Makes it past the 50-yard line maybe once. Because I do have them kicking a field goal. So maybe once they make it past the... It's just... It's going to be ugly. It's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of punts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of sacks. from Definitely from when New England's an offense. Um, it's just... It's just going to be a pitiful game. I mean... We're, ha- we're going to watch it because we're fans. Mm-hmm. But if I had another choice, <laughs> I wouldn't watch this game. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't watch this game. This is going to be epitome of bad football. Yeah. Bad football. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron, who is your upset special for week 14? 
Yeah, this is a tough one. I almost went with your choice, too. But I, I went back to um, the Green Bay game. And we just talked about Green Bay, how well they played beating Kansas City. But they're favored by six and a half. But they're going into the to New York. Um, the weather isn't going to be a factor, but they're playing on the road at the Giants. Um, I got the Giants sneaking out a win, I believe, in DeVito. That's the name, last name. Um, 20, Tommy DeVito. Tommy. Tommy Boy. 23. You know, we just got done praising Jordan Love, and I feel like, yes, he can win at home, but I want to see it do it on the road. Mm-hmm. And the Giants, you know, I know that they're not lighting up the scoreboard, but I feel like the defense might do something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think I saw a statistic. Um, let me try to pull it right now with Green Bay. Green Bay's road record is like a tr- atrocious i think it was yeah they're two and four on the road so yeah let's we'll see what can they do yeah what can they do uh my upset special i went with philly at dallas uh, it was three and a half so i met the threshold i got them philly winning 28 to 24 and we just talked about how Dak can be in the conversation for mvp if he has a bad game, I don't I don't want to hear Dak having in this conversation by MVP. Listen, the MVP debate, it's it's wide open. He can have a bad game and bounce back the next week. He'll be right in the mix again. It's wide open. And because it's wide open, that's why I think a non-receiver or a non-quarterback is going to win it. Um, if Hill gets 2,000, I've been saying it all season, if he gets to 2,000, he's going to win it. Because none of the quarterbacks are running away. Statistically, um, you know, with the MVP race, you know, so that's it's debatable who the top quarterback is. Um, so to me, like it's a perfect year for for Hill to win it. I just want to see who Miami has uh, down the line as far as finishing the season. So they have the Titans next pretty decent defense uh the jets the cowboys the ravens the bills so they actually they actually have pretty good defenses to finish up the year um but the way that the offense is built i can see them you know they have two very pro pro bowl wide receivers in waddle and hill so Mm -hmm. i do see him getting that 2000 yards mark uh right now he is sitting on 1481 so he needs about 520 just about yeah in five games in five games so you would have to average what a hundred hundred and two yeah something like that and you know with one pass he can make 102 yards yeah i mean just what he just have last last week 157 so and that was against who did he have uh, 157 commanders. against commanders and their defense is you know it's not terrible but well, he had 102 against the Jets the week before that um well she said that he has to play uh the Cowboys the Ravens and the Bills okay so against the Bills the first time he only had 58 but you know 
he's just a guy that can get at any point get you know yeah but he can easily have 200 in exactly one game, so yeah. it's he's, not you know he doesn't have to average out 102 he can just have a really really big game yeah i think that i think the really big game could come against the titans because if you look at the defenses out of all the defense titans probably the weaker one mm -hmm. so it could be it could be possible and believe me the the coach and the players want him to get to that they're going to design every play you know every game to, to get tyreek the ball and to get him over that that 2000 yard mark the thing the thing about this miami team that i i kind of don't understand is like how do they sign all these weapons to contracts when Tyreek Hill couldn't even stay with the with the Kansas City. Mm -hmm. That it's like, you know, and now look at Kansas City. They're struggling to get weapons for Mahomes. I mean, I knew I knew that the dollars made it that they couldn't keep both of them, but now that Tariq is gone, he basically doesn't have that threat anymore. Yeah, it makes a difference, right? So you put all your money into quarterback position um you're not gonna have a lot for a bunch of different players and i don't know what the dolphins is really spending on the defensive side i guess they they brought in ramsey ramsey i don't know how much they're paying him or anything but um i'm sure there's some folks that are taking some sort of home discount um if you will for a chance to get to the get to the super bowl well i know that their their bench is really thin mm-hmm so maybe they just spent it all on starters and didn't spend it on a, on the bench. But uh, hey, they're doing it. It's whatever it is that they're doing. It's working. The two is two a sign, or is he still? I, I think he's he signed an extension, I believe. But you know, don't call me on that. I just I think he's beyond the rookie contract because he he got drafted in twenty eighteen, right? Twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen. I'm not. Not a hundred percent sure when when the draft happened for him. Mm -hmm. uh, just looking it up right now. When did Tua? So Tua came in the league. Actually, he was drafted in twenty twenty. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah, so yeah, I think he might be still under the rookie contract. So basically, they're doing this. Tua's under the rookie contract. They're paying Waddle. They're playing L. They're paying. Uh, uh, Ramsey. So yeah, it makes sense why they have all these stars. They mm -hmm. just basically converted Tua to like this monster of a quarterback. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, how long does that last? Eventually, he's gonna want to get paid. Yes, you, you know who we talked about it. Yes, the pay scale, right? And he's gonna be like, well, look, look at all these numbers I put up. Uh, I deserve fifty thousand or fifty million. Excuse me. You know, are you gonna pay him fifty million? <laughs> <laughs> and if so, like, who are you taking it from at that point? Yes, yes. Who are you taking it? And I, and I, and this the thing is like, I don't know. Isn't the cap going up for next year? Yeah, so I think I, so. But yeah. still, I mean, there is you can't outpace the cap quarterback. Yeah, quarterback salaries ridiculous. All right, Ron. So let's let's end this episode. We both think that New England's gonna win, but but let's be a hundred percent honest. This is probably not gonna happen. There's going to be some weird sabotage play that doesn't look like a sabotage, but it's, 
a hundred percent is uh and i'm gonna give you what i think what i think is gonna happen i didn't put it on paper because i wanted to keep the uh streak going of me picking new england <laughs> but new england will lose this game <laughs> okay and they'll just find a way to lose it however uh, when is Kenny coming back? Or is he coming back at all? Four weeks, probably. Anywhere between two and four weeks. So he might be back for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. He should be. But you they didn't think, put him on IR, so... But you think that Pittsburgh is going to get blown out in the playoff? Oh, absolutely. First round, exit. So then, why, you know, what's what's the incentive here for... You know, if we talk about incentives for New England... It's losing a game and having either the one or the two pick. Mm-hmm. What's the incentive for Pittsburgh? That's what I want. To be mediocre and make the playoffs and be bounced? Uh, you tell me, because it's been, what, six years? This will be the seventh year? So this is what the whole city of Pittsburgh has been complaining about that the national media doesn't understand. They love Mike Tomlin. They think he's a fantastic coach, and he's a good coach. Don't get me wrong. He's always had a winning, winning record. That's great, but... You know, when you're talking about teams like Pittsburgh and Dallas, America's team, you know, you need there's a higher standard that you need to be held to. And he has not met that standard in my eyes. And in most of Pittsburgh Steelers fans' eyes, he's fallen short, right? You can't go seven, six years without winning a playoff game. That's unacceptable. Um, and you can't have a game where you're losing to the Cardinals, uh, two and whatever team. Um, and you get completely embarrassed like that. That means the players, you know, aren't bought in. They, they, you know, they didn't show up. And you, as a head coach, you know, that's where the finger gets. That's where the finger gets pointed to. So, um, there is no incentive to to finish middle of the pack again and have another mid round draft pick and to repeat the process again for next year. Um, there is none. That's why you know I'm I'm hoping. Part of me is hoping, you know, that we just like lose this game, put a little bit of pressure and, you know, put Tomlin in a hot seat situation where he either leaves at the end of the season or he realizes um, that he has to do something differently with the offense and, and get somebody in there that actually knows what their hell they're doing um, and fix the offense uh, for next year. Because um, what we're doing isn't working. Well, my, my, my question to you is, what if Pittsburgh makes the playoffs mm-hmm. and they win that playoff game against whoever, um, you know, and they win, but then get blown out the next game? It's Tom Lestane. Yeah, he probably, I mean, I think we talked about that at the beginning of the year, at least. Um, I've talked about that, you know, to, to other people. Like, so I think winning one game gets you, you know, um, uh, buys you more time. Yes. It's how you win. There's context in, in involved. So you're still going to look at the entire year to see was there growth in the offense? That was the issue two years ago. Has there been growth since then? I know we got rid of Canada, right? You did that first step step that you should have taken a long time ago but you have to see growth you have to see a team that's headed in the right direction and if uh even if they win a playoff game if you look at just the entire season um 
you know, if you feel like there hasn't been sufficient growth, um, then you, you know, maybe it's time to move on. You maybe you're delaying the inevitable, you know. So, you know, we'll we'll see. But one 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 playoff win probably does buy him extra time. Yeah, at least at least a couple more years. All right. So tomorrow night, New England at Pittsburgh. This is gonna be an ugly ugly game. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan, I wish you the best. Uh, if you are Michaels, maybe this is where you like have a family emergency and you miss this game. Uh, I doubt it. He's always there. Um, yeah, so we're not going to do interreaction because we're actually going to be watching this game. And then Sunday, I'm not going to be available. But when we do, when we do week 15 and we do the week 14 recap, we'll know... Whether Pittsburgh wins or whether New England blows the draft. Because all we want is Carolina to win one more game. (laughs) Carolina's not drafting a quarterback, though. So you don't have to worry about that. What you do have to worry about is them trading the pick. Well, this is the thing is that whatever record that they end up, that's going to be Chicago's pick, right? Mm -hmm. So Carolina can win another game and go back on the draft that pick is Chicago's pick gotcha I just even if they get the number one why take a chance that Chicago might they might they might pick a QB they and, might and you know kick Justin Fields to the curve yeah. so why take that chance this speaking, is, speaking of which by the way um there's been I'm reading like at least three or four different times I'm seeing people advocating for Fields to go to the Steelers uh, next year, I don't know why anyone would want Justin Fields to be on the Steelers. Any Steeler fan would want that, but I, on all like the Bleacher Report, like chat and, and Twitter feeds that I get, I've seen it. Like, oh, we should go after Fields next year. I'm like, why the why the hell would we do that? That makes no sense whatsoever. See, I've I've noticed that. When I look at an account, I can tell if it's a fan account or if it's, you know, so uh, someone as a journalist is like a legitimate account. Yeah. I got, if it's I, a fan account, I just shake my head. Yeah. I'm like, but, you know, and this is the thing is like now because of technology, anybody can post oh, yeah. Yeah. anything. So it's like, why is, why does this keep happening? Yeah. Because fans are, are nuts. Yeah, just like lunatics. you know, just like us, we're, we're nuts. Fans are nuttier. Yeah, they just they just post anything. Mm-hmm. They'll anything that just whatever pops in their head, they just they gotta post it. Yeah. So it is what it is. So yeah. So join us next week when we do week fourteen recap, week fifteen predictions, and all that. So in that case, I say peace. Peace. Hey guys. Thanks again for watching. Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe. Any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on uh, shutyourmouthpodcast at gmail.com. That's shutympodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us on Twitter or on Instagram at sympodcast. Thanks again.